0: I think it's trying too hard to be pretty and failing. <laughs> That's a weird, like, half Sean Connery accent. <laughs> Bruxish.
1: You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Shorter days mean you can play from dawn to dusk. Go.
0: The current event seems to revolve around Inke. It's never too soon to start your Safari Zone prep. Variety is the spice of life, but what about Pokeballs?
1: And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast. It's episode 160, September 9th. We are recording. My name is Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. I didn't say what day of the week we're recording. It's Thursday. Yep. So for those of you at home that are keeping track, I sure am not. (laughs) We didn't record on Tuesday (laughs) again, because guess what? The power went out of my house again due to another (laughs) storm. It's because Chris lives in the middle of nowhere. But we didn't have this much trouble like all last year. I don't understand what's going on, but apparently Tuesday is the new let's have crazy weather and weird things happen. But we're here and we're going to do a show and it's Thursday. It's fantastic. Yahoo. So before we get started here, we've got one piece of news and a full otherwise uh, featured show for you. But shout out to three patrons of ours. We got one returning and two brand new ones this week. Shout out to Sports, Thayer, and Anna. Thank you so much for your patronage. Uh, We appreciate it very, very much. More on patronage at the end of the show. All right, Kyle, let's pay the piper here. (laughs) Uh Let's review our goals from last week. And I can tell you right now, I am not feeling good. Uh, Okay. It's a quote, Bo Burnham.
0: (laughs) What about you? Uh, I think I only set two goals, but I don't actually remember. Maybe I didn't. So. Oh, you
1: set you set three. So
0: oh, you then ready? I definitely failed the third one. I remember. what it is. <laughs> OK, <laughs> okay go ahead. did
1: you finish the collection challenge?
0: Yeah, I, I did. OK,
1: awesome. Good for you. The special research otherwise. I think this uh, was for the previous research. Yes, I did. I OK. Did. And did you hatch 60 eggs
0: total? Oh, I forgot about that one. You I, had had I, 40 at the time of recording. Uh, last, I, I'm honestly not sure. I didn't check my weekly roundup. I'm going to say that I did because I have I've been hatching eggs. Yeah. But I don't actually hatched, have proof. <laughs> if you've hatched 20 since then, do you feel like you've hatched 20 since then? I feel like I've definitely hatched at least two sets. So probably a little bit, probably a little bit extra Then it would have uh, been close. OK, well, the math doesn't check out, but that's all right. Two sets have been 18. But uh well, that's, I, I'm, I'm sure I did two sets. <laughs> I don't know if oh. I did any extra. That's okay. what I'm saying
1: all right well hey good for you banner week three out of three you're gonna be showing me a big time shiny lugia Uh, nope (laughs) 50 eggs yes 25 kilometers Uh, no collection challenge yes special research yes so three out of five for me i should have just played it safe why didn't i yeah i keep getting really close 25 kilometers and then i'm like oh that's right tomorrow is monday Uh oh! This time I was like, I'm gonna go for a walk on Labor Day, which was Monday. I was like, Oh, it doesn't,
0: doesn't count. (laughs) No, no, that's not how that works. I'm gonna. You have to go for your walk on Monday in preparation for your goal next week. Oh, that's
1: true. Let's see where I'm at right now. I have no idea. Like, I could be, I could be in good shape. Uh, Oh, I was mid encounter with a patch rat. Wouldn't you know? Um, I'm twelve point three right now, and it's Thursday, so I could definitely make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah no problem at all okay well three out of five for me three to three for you that means you win <laughs> yes means you win Kyle good for you all right well without further ado let's roll right into the news you know, what's going on it's the news and this week we've just got one singular piece of news a lonely piece of news a lone wolf of news if you would give me something else Kyle what other sort of solitary thing uh, uh it's a well, rogue piece of news no i got nothing oh uh, you said loan i've already done two loan somethings i was gonna <laughs> go for like the lonely
0: mountain right that- oh yeah yeah there you go that that
1: counts <laughs> yeah mountain
0: f- it's not a mountain of news though it's-
1: we found this uh we found this at the summit of a lonely mountain how about that <laughs> okay well it is october community day and if you've been paying attention to the news feeds this is announced today <laughs> already so interesting conversation happening online about this already but Let's dive into it. Trainers were excited to announce that Duskull, the Requiem Pokemon, will be featured during October's Community Day event. When is this event going to be? It's going to be Saturday, October 9th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Features include Duskull will be appearing more frequently in the wild, and uh, there are shiny ones available. They have been available for a number of years. In fact, Evolve Dusklops, Duskull's evolution during the events are up to two hours afterwards to get a dusk noir that knows the charged attack shadow ball which is a very strong ghost move to help you evolve your dust Clops into uh, Dusk noir you'll be able to earn up to four Sinnoh stones by completing free timed research during dusk community day 30 ultra balls will be available in the shop at no cost be sure to pick them up during the event take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise they will all be dusk so help me there will be a special one-time purchase Community Day box for 1280 Pokecoins. It will have 50 Ultra Balls, 4 Incense, 4 Star Pieces, and an Elite Charge TM. This is actually a pretty compelling box, I have to say. That's not too bad. Incense and Star Pieces and Elite Charge TM. Noise. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. For $1 US or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to access the Duskull Community Day exclusive special research story. Nothing dull about Duskull.
0: I like it better than the Oshawat one. I think this is one of the better ones that we've had in a while. Still, still, yeah, doesn't hold a candle to the great ghastly. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anything ever tops that. No, but no. We pretend that's on its own island. I think this is an upper tier name compared yeah, to what we've got. It's, it's top five, top five for sure, top five for sure now i need a list somebody present sure all the lists is. someone make it on tier tier list maker right that's what it's called <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's oh. what i want i want i want uh, a few of the pogo influencer youtubers to do a tier list of just community day special research games yeah, <laughs> i feel like that would be fun i I'd totally It'd be do fun. it yeah It'd be great uh stay tuned for when tickets go live for the special research story tickets are not refundable etc cetera, etc cetera. you know the sitch bonuses include three times catch stardust Incense activated during the event and lure modules activated during the event will both last for three hours. And that's the gist of this ghost themed uh, community day. And since it is ghost themed, I'm going to pass the mic over to Mr. Kyle. Go for it.
0: Thoughts, feelings. First, I have to add ghost ghostly tie in. If you don't think the great Ghastly is the best name for one of the research that we've gotten, I want to know what is the best one. (laughs) Mm hmm. Because I need to know what other people think. And it's not Scalchops and scimitars. Absolutely not. That no. might be one of the worst ones. Yes. But I'm eh, very lukewarm on this community today. I like that it's a ghost, but it's also October, so we kind of figured it was going to be a ghost. And I think Duskull has a great shiny, although Dusknoor's shiny is pretty bad, honestly. And also, this is a shiny that's eluded me forever. Mm-hmm. I had to trade for the one that I have. <laughs> I don't need to hear about how Chris has five of them. But <laughs> I, I think the big letdown that a lot of people talk about is the move charge, the charge attack, you know, shadow ball. It doesn't do anything for dustmore pretty much at all. It is better because shadow ball is a ridiculously strong move. There's no question about that. But it's not all it needed Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of discussions saying that giving it a spicy move like counter which is obviously extremely strong would help much more with diversity as it stands with shadow ball it's gonna be an objectively worse cough and you know that that's never what you want to (laughs) hear but does it have good tdo in comparison to like i don't know like Gengar. no it's is absolutely abysmal it's oh really like it's not going to be useless but with how readily accessible Gengar is, and you know, Giratino is not even mm-hmm. a question, obviously. Uh, or even Sheddable Mewtwo. Yeah. Darkrai, all of these things are just, there's so much better. Ghost is too competitive in terms of just raw DPS to yeah. matter. So all
1: that being said, there have been plenty of people, even in the even in the twilight hours of this post being put up of people being like, oh, man, really? Like a lot of people are not super thrilled about it. And they're like, well, why not like something like Litwick or another ghost, which finding another ghost that you can reasonably recommend because it is October. So we are focusing on ghost types here. uh, Other than Litwick is actually kind of rough going. Um, And I. Okay, okay,
0: go ahead. Shop it. I think you get the same response out of Shop Listen it as you would for Dusko. Okay, go for it. Shop it has a mega. And we haven't Ooh. had a new mega in four months. Oh, my five God. months. Stop the recording. We need to tell Niantic. <laughs> this is like, that's a brilliant idea. And it's just it's just like, I don't need more shiny shop. it. I think I have four. And I, I don't particularly like shop it overall but what shoe is so cute though yeah but like but that's kind of weird i don't know it's just it's always felt like discount gengar because it's just <laughs> ghost and nothing but special. it's a
1: finger puppet It's like
0: yeah. <laughs> but we haven't gotten a new mega since uh Slowbro. that was pretty recent though I no mean, that's not that recent. now a couple of months ago right yeah it was three months ago now i something think something like that yeah Which is ridiculous when there's 60 Megas. I
1: think they intend to tweak the Mega system because they keep trying to adjust it in small ways, if you've seen over the past few months. I bet you they're holding on to some of the hype ones, like Mega Garchomp and stuff, for them to get the system in a place where people actually care about it and it could be used as a draw for an event or something. So I I would imagine that's why it's slowed down.
0: I definitely agree with that, but there are, I think Mega Banette is a perfect example of one that would not be very hype,
1: Mm -hmm. but would
0: add its own hype to... A community day
1: or even like pokemon that weren't a ghost but would kind of fit the theme like a Mawile. you know yeah Mawile community day would
0: actually be pretty tight yeah that would it you know it's the debate of it doesn't evolve kind of thing you know you know what i don't like i get that but if it
1: if it got the, the mega release with it and it got a really compelling move because it has had a place in in pvp before it would be an interesting pick for a lot of people plus the the shiny is relatively
0: rare I think if they did that and in all of the field research for the day gave like five mega energy instead of yeah. whatever else it gave, yeah, that'd be fine. I'd be totally yeah. for that.
1: But uh, anyway, but that's we <laughs> the, the point I was trying to make before you blew it out of the water with a Shuppet recommendation, <laughs> which is a great one. But again, we talked about the mega system. I'm sure they're holding out to good ones or at least slowing them down. Uh, Litwick just wasn't going to happen. I'm pretty confident on that it's yeah. too rare it's too strong they're going to use the shiny to flex for an event in the future now no, before any no. of you something be, or something no. before any of you shout gibble at me reminder that gibble's shiny was leveraged in a lot of things it was leveraged for a, a go Fest rare spawn right and for multiple multiple raid events and things like that up until it was put on cd it went through The cycle, at least once. I don't think a rare Pokemon that people are really interested in getting like Litwick, getting that Shining and Community Day first before it's made the rounds and other types of content is a good strategy for Niantic. And so to me, it seems pretty obvious that Kyle, you seem to dissent. So tell me your thoughts, please.
0: I think Litwick is too much like other like the pseudo legendaries that they've used in terms of popularity to not get a community day just the question is when i think the timing is too soon since Gimbal yeah. day which is the only reason they didn't do it and i could see stuff getting spaced out so that it happens next october but i'm i'm telling you up front i will
1: be very surprised if i i think lit with community day will happen but i don't think that'll be the first time we see it's shiny
0: maybe but I don't think so. It It's hard to tell with the timeline of events now and how stuff is shaping up. Sure. So.
1: Yeah. And ghosts are pretty close to the vest. Pokemon
0: in general, as yeah. a company, loves Halloween. So I, I want to throw out one more recommendation because it needs to happen eventually. Uh, Golette. Oh, yeah. I, I think Golette would be a pretty solid choice for Community Day. It's not very common. But it's also not particularly useful, so it just, you know, you gotta get it out there. Agreed. Agreed.
1: But uh, now we're getting into speculation territory, <laughs> which we tend to not hang out in too long. So anyway, any closing thoughts on Duskull Community Day? Are you excited, despite the
0: fact that it's rather lackluster? I'm not excited, but I'm I'm interested, I suppose. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'm in, for sure. I
1: like ghost types, and I like Duskull Shiny. Like, Kyle said, and three times catch Stardust, you can catch me there. Mm
0: 100%. We're going to have to make some plans for that.
1: Yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun. All right, but that's the news. Very short, uh, only the one piece of rather unexciting news to discuss, so why don't we pass it on back over to Kyle here, and he's going to do Gear Up this week.
0: So this week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about Safari Zone This is a little bit of a prep, but a little bit of a just kind of keeping your mind on it for the future. It's confirmed that these are rerun events completely, so they are going to have the same spawn features. And that's a positive and a negative, I suppose. (laughs) Is it? It, it is and we'll really? get there. why yeah. i wasn't expecting positives out of you when he's when you he teed this up <laughs> well, well okay so here's here's the thing i'm gonna get to it in a second okay new shinies have been released since these events have happened oh you're some right. of those oh. are featured here and that's kind of okay it makes it makes some of it a little bit better okay but not not a whole lot and also there's the question of shiny unknown and what will and won't be turned on i i imagine none of it will be but that that'll be for closing remarks. First up, there's St. Louis. Each of the Safari zones from last year released a new shiny. St. Louis released Teddy Ursa. As well as there was a two-step research for the event that rewarded a free shiny Teddy Ursa. Whether that's going to come back or not, that's a you know big question. I would imagine it doesn't, but I've been pleasantly surprised. So especially lately. As for featured spawns I'm gonna call out some of the significant ones and then just list the rest of them for those that are interested st louis is featuring unknowns that spell out st louis that is i l o s t and u it has the regional chat out which is which is good for those who need to catch more chat out to trade to more people i don't look i don't know i just I'm, transferred like seven of mine I don't even know how many I have sitting in my inventory, but I do not care. It is. I might just
1: transfer all of them and just catch a bunch of new ones. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> Pretend that it's like like put some risk in there. Like if I don't catch at least one, I won't have one anymore.
0: <laughs> if you don't catch at least one during this, it'd be that'd be a problem. You're but, just not playing. Yeah, just don't play at all. Yeah. There's also Pharaoh seeds, one of the featured spawns. It's a, good, it's a good shiny check. They're not common. This is the primary reason I put it on there.
1: Yep. Ferris seed is a handsome shiny.
0: And throw, which is technically also a regional, but put on here specifically because it's shiny is now out. So it's it's more chances for shiny throw. The rest of the spawns for St. Louis are really uninspired. I'm going to list through this. I'm going to say it in a way that you can hear them all, but I'm not lingering on any of this. Bulbasaur. Wait, wait. You say them and I'm going to go yay or nay. Okay. Bulbasaur. Nay. Pikachu. Nay. With a hat. Uh, (laughs) yay? I don't... Uh. Jigglypuff. Yay? Depends on who you ask. (laughs) Oddish. Yay. Mankey. Yay. Rosalia. Nay. Trapinch. Nay. Turtwig. Nay. Snivy. Yay.
1: (laughs) It's because it's is.
0: cool but nay because yeah. it's boring yeah caroblast personally yay generally nay
1: fungus don't even talk to me shelmet personally yay generally nay yeah although caroblast is really good in pvp ultra league right yeah sca- scalvalier, yeah, scalvalier it's it's really so good. that's that's good yeah. i
0: think that's a positive generally but overall there's some solid shiny checks oddish manky that's that's kind of about it look <laughs> six of these pokemon i think have had community days so
1: man we need we need like uh the fungus shiny should be yeah. out with how much they love to throw it in events we just oh, need it so no it's filler because it's not shiny <laughs> i
0: that's but i think it's time to rotate a new filler i agree i agree yeah yeah
1: trip inch really come on
0: yeah look i'm honestly of these three events I think St. Louis looks the most lackluster now in hindsight. Sure. Sure.
1: You also had listed the unknown letters in, in such a way that it spells I lost
0: you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it's, if you it, did that on
1: purpose, but it's hilarious. I didn't
0: do it on purpose. It's in alphabetical order. Oh, look at that. All right. <laughs> uh, they're all in alphabetical order, which took me a, a moment to notice, I think. Oh no, they're not. I'd, no, I'd, the next. I took one's them from not. two different resources. One had them in alphabetical order, and one didn't. So. You can't be mixing your sources like that, man. I couldn't find appropriate info. Okay, okay I had well, to. I had to diversify. I appreciate you formatting it all to look the same. It looks nice here. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> next up is is not the next chronologically because I was lazy, but it's the next on the list that I was using, and it's Philadelphia.
1: You can just jump down the page. Yeah, I know, but in. this
0: is funnier this way. Don't worry oh, okay. about it. <laughs> sure. The, <laughs> the shiny that was released with Philadelphia was Voltorb. Again, it had the same two step free shiny from the research as Teddy Ursa. We'll wait to see if that's gonna still be the case. For featured spawns, there's unknown spelling out Philadelphia. P-H-I-L-A-D-N-E. That's a lot of that's a lot of unknown to try mm-hmm. and keep track of during an event. Don't like that. (laughs) Other spawns, though. Zangoose, another regional sort of. Throw, again. Litwick. Rufflet was available only from Photobomb during the event.
1: But the shiny's out now.
0: But the shiny is out now. So even if it's only from Photobomb, Rufflet's not very common. (laughs) It's good. Mm -hmm. And Heatmore, whose shiny is out. Since that event happened. And can I just say, really rad? Yeah. And it's also regional, depending on where you are. Yeah. The other list of spawns, we're going to go through again, same manner. This time, I think this list is overall better, but let's see what Chris has to say. Okay. Pikachu with a hat.
1: Uh, Yay and nay.
0: Not sure. (laughs) Alolan Sandshrew. Uh, Yay, because shiny. Alolan Vulpix. Yay for shiny. Pollywag. Yay. Ponyta, good shiny seal locally nay globally yes yay (laughs) look i only have one shiny seal i'll take more it's a tough one it's a tough one crabby yay horsey nay okay (laughs) okay thank you meryl nay excuse me that's a yay
1: Mm-mm. Everybody has it. We've had so many million. Yeah, but I it still and...
0: need XL candy for it. Oh, so. fine. Yay. <laughs> Yanma.
1: Uh, me, yay. Everybody else, nay.
0: Yeah. Accurate. Wingle.
1: Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Meditate. Yay. Very good for GBL. Yeah.
0: Swablu. Nay. Barboach. Uh,
1: that's a nay.
0: Bronzor.
1: That's a yay. Really? But Bronzor's bar- but- a yay. But bronzer is a yay because it's rare, kind of. Okay, but Barboch. If you need a, a wish cash for PvP, it's cool. But we've seen it's, a lot of Barboch yeah,
0: for a yeah. long time. Yep. And you know what? I think I think Chris summed that up pretty nicely there. I think that there's some good XL candy targets here, specifically Merrill and Metatite, if they're spawning enough. Uh huh. And otherwise, some good shinies. And and this is why I think the St. Louis is more lackluster in comparison but you haven't proven your point yet completely you have another data point to, to put up okay well but the other data point is carried by like one pokemon entirely so we'll get to that <laughs> last up is liverpool the shiny that was released was chin Chow, with the same deal of the free shiny from the research featured spawns unknown spelling out liverpool l-i-v-e-r-p-n-o Liverpool liver <laughs> Mudkip is a featured spawn yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep putting this on here i still think it's worth mentioning <laughs> i need a mudkip rerun for yeah a that's day.
1: i know it's fair enough
0: <laughs> but no the xl candy is actually pretty important yeah especially if it spawns enough 100 percent relicanth as a regional that's that's kind of it it's it was generally the most sought after regional until Liverpool last year, suppose. And I'm a, a la- I added this last one here just for me. Is Basquin? You got, you, you got to get, you got to get ready for Basquin Legion coming out. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, Reversal made a tweet recently about it. it's like I just want to remind everybody that Bruxish
0: exists. Oh, I and saw I, that tweet, and
1: so. I, I want it. I want Brux Legion real bad.
0: I really hate that Bruxish. Bruxis. Brux-ish. i can't say that Pokemon's name no i'm not even gonna try again <laughs> I, I hate that it exists and it might be in a category from one of the worst pokemon of all time i, I think feel it's like it's better at being phoebus than phoebus is no because phoebus is supposed to be like ugly ugly yeah and the but the colors of bruxish don't don't lend itself to that i think it's trying too hard to be pretty and failing <laughs> <British>. <laughs> just a weird like half sean connery accent broxish <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's definitely top 10 like worst pokemon designs i will uh, yeah i will yeah. stand by that
1: that's fair enough they're like man we this generation needs a real ugly
0: fish <laughs> this uh, this generation needs a real ugly fish i don't know what do we got What did what a gen 8 ad i don't even know they're
1: like it look like a clown sharp teeth give it lipstick boom bam there oh, you go
0: god <laughs> but now it's time for the other spawns Pikachu with a hat yeah, yeah. Psyduck nay Pollywag. yay Tentacool yay we need Please. that shiny I we need, all do I need, I need the shiny so bad <laughs> yes Krabby yay Horsey <laughs> Dratini uh, it's kind of a nay for me at this point in time that that's also why I put it here and not in the featured spawns
1: Yeah, if you're still working on your dragon metal, this is spectacular, but the rest of us have seen a million of them.
0: Yeah, it's it's been featured almost too much at this point. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Mantine. Yay for PvP. Nay, otherwise. (laughs) Carvana. Nay, get that out of here. (laughs) I'm so tired of seeing it as a featured spawn. Honestly, it's everywhere. Whalmer. Nay. Lilip. Nay. Anorith. Nay ashua nay no <laughs> timpole yay and dwebble yay that's a yay for me i i also agree i, I mean, almost w- wanted to put dwebble under the featured spawns just because i still really want the shiny but
1: and, and i still think there's a good case to be made for lilip and Anorith as well
0: yeah uh, that hasn't been a
1: really good fossil event in a long time i mean there has been but not really <laughs> uh and those shinies are pretty compelling
0: So overall, I think Liverpool is pretty solid. It has the Relicanth as the kind of feature of all of it. It's got some decent shinies. I will have as many Basculin as I can. Basculin, shiny win. (laughs) Do they just like swap colors of of the regional variant? I haven't looked at the shiny Basculin. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's a terrible shiny. Oh, my God. It's awful. It becomes a lighter green. Okay, <laughs>
1: it looks bad. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All
0: right. So this, I'm I'm gonna say right now, Shiny Basculin is gonna look amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's gonna be a like a Charizard situation. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, Shiny Basculin sucks, really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's Poco Lore time. Let's let's just take a deep breath and let it out. <sighs> Forget that Basculin's Shiny is abysmal. (laughs) That was a little heartbreaking. But this week, we're going to talk about the Pokemon we probably should have talked about last week. But now that you have it, hopefully, maybe you can enjoy it a little bit more. But we're going to be talking about Inke, the revolving Pokemon, and Malamar, the overturning Pokemon. First up is Inke. Inke is a squid-like Pokemon. Close. It has a transparent mantle with a rounded pink body inside that has several yellow circular lights. There are four lights in the front and two on the back. Attached to his mantle are two transparent tentacles. Its remaining tentacles are part of its main body. It has round black eyes and a pink beak-like mouth. Inke is often mistaken for a water type because of this appearance. <laughs> who would have guessed? Those who stare at the lights on Inke's body become dazed and lose their will to battle. This allows it to escape. It can also use these light-emitting spots to send messages in the form of complex flashing rhythms and to attract p- prey. Prey is then ensnared and held in place by tentacles. And that's where that ends, I guess. It doesn't eat it or anything. It just holds it down. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, here's Malamar. Malamar is a Pokemon that resembles an upside-down squid. Several purple tentacles with bright blue undersides sprout from the top of its head. It has yellow eyes and black sclera, a dark pink beak-like mouth, and lighter purple eyelids. Its main body is dark purple and has six circular yellow lights on the front and back. There is also a yellow stripe nearly encircling its upper body, covering its main body is a transparent mantle with two white fins on the bottom that function as legs. On each side of the mantle is a long tentacle with dark pink at the top and white scythe-like fins at the ends. Malamar possesses strong hypnotic powers, <laughs> which it uses to force others to do its bidding. People often utilize his ability for nefarious deeds. It lures prey with a flashing pattern on its body and hypnotic motions, then ensnares them in its tentacles. The prey is then finished off with digestive fluids. Prior to Generation Eight, Malamar and its pre evolution Inke were the only known Pokemon that could learn topsy turvy. It's also the name of that song from the Hunchback of Notre Dame soundtrack, right? <laughs>
0: don't know
1: isn't it with the guy talking about the 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 festival or something and
0: you're asking the wrong guy
1: have you not seen hunchback of notre dame
0: i have but it was probably 15 years ago and i definitely never listened to the soundtrack
1: man that's a solid solid movie good music all right that's my disney reference for the week stats max cp at 40 23 59 and at 50 26 67 200 stamina, 165 defense, a 177 attack. So like middling kind of across the board. Best moveset is Psycho Cut with Psybeam and Foul Play for PvE. Probably wouldn't recommend taking it for PvE. But you want to take Superpower in PvP instead of Psybeam. So you get some good coverage. I know Kyle talked about Superpower last week a little bit here. So there's that. That's pretty much it. Kyle, I know we talked about it again last week. But any love for Inkay and Melamar? I think we both said we liked them
0: yeah i i love malamar i think these two pokemon are phenomenally designed oh yeah oh yeah. also inke is a squid it's not squid like like this is one of those objective moments it's squid like because it's not water type that doesn't matter though Matters typing never gets taken into account of this i guess so uh yeah it is definitely a squid also, Malamar is not squid-like. It's just an upside-down squid. It so, says it
1: resembles an upside-down squid. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. That's an
0: appropriate use of the term, I suppose. I feel
1: like that's better. It's much better than it's, it's squid-like, but it's a squid.
0: Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I love these Pokemon a lot. I used one in my original playthrough for Gen 6, so a lot of love.
1: Nice. I have not had personal interaction with this Pokemon in any way. I have yet to catch one that's worth evolving and go yet, yeah, yeah, but I do have the candies, so it's only a matter of time. But that's Pokalore, which means we're moving on of PokéPole.
0: So last week's PokéPole was, let's pretend that Niantic has decided that there are too many reoccurring events every week slash month and have asked you to remove one. Which event do you remove and why? Raid Hour, Spotlight Hour, Community day, etc. First one's from Nick Bunce, and they said, Raid Hour. I always forget they exist because I care so little about them. If I want to raid the flavor of the week, I'll just check my phone during the day and invariably find one somewhere nearby. If raid hour gave a tangible benefit, double candy experience or anything else, that would be a different conversation. But for now, raid hour is just something I already mostly ignore. That's a good point and a
1: good critique of the event.
0: Yep. I, I agree. I think just spawning the eggs is not enough anymore
1: i mean th- that's a benefit to some people that are very busy like particular people during the day and for rural players so they can be at the right place and scrounge up their group of four and a half players you know four and a
0: half is the half a player like level 12 yes okay yes yeah
1: but yeah i think outside of that it doesn't generally serve any particular specific benefit outside of regular play yeah Next one is from Boris. Yeah. Spotlight hour makes no sense. It's like an hour of community day without the community. Shinies and fun. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest thing I would change is the static days and times both Raid hour and spotlight hour occur on. If Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. are impossible for you, you're always out of luck. (coughs) Oh, always. (laughs) That's just bad. We get community days spread out between Saturday and Sunday and sometimes both looking at you, Evie. Why not bring more flexibility to the weekly occurring events, too? This is such a good point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a great point. Yeah, it's not like, like if they were both on Tuesday and Wednesday, but at different times it would feel differently. But they're both at the same time period and they're both on weekdays and those weekdays
0: don't change. Yeah. So oh, that's a good point. Next one's from Clifton B89. They said, I think spotlight hour should go. The concept is nice, but it is really hard to get shiny since the rates are normal. The only Spotlight Hour I really play is when they have double Evolution XP. I don't really participate in Raid Hour much either, but I'm sure it's beneficial for newer players that don't have groups like ours throwing out raids every day. I definitely think that's fair, but also I think Spotlight Hours being only viable for their bonus is totally fine. It's just kind of bland. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that gets me. Yeah, no, I,
1: I think I listed my response to Spotlight Hour, so I'm just kind of agreeing with the vibe right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's fair. Next one's from Triptando. They said, the first thing that came to my mind was Spotlight Hour. I do think Spotlight Hour has more potential than it does now. For example, up the shiny rate a bit, like 1 in 256 instead of 1 in 512, and maybe change the timing of it. I feel like the six o'clock window would be able to be enjoyed by. Oh, wait, sorry. Seven o'clock window? I lose my mind? Yeah, seven o'clock window. I feel like the seven o'clock window would be more enjoyable to more people than the six o'clock window, but the removal would be raid hour. Since the introduction of remote raid passes, and we all know that those will never leave, that hour has become near useless. The people who want to raid a certain raid boss hard will do that anyways raid hour has no impact on that nearly every pokemon go related discord server i'm a part of has a channel dedicated to remote raiding. i really enjoyed raid hour before remote raid passes were a thing every week i planned a raid train and enjoyed some time with the locals but times have changed have a good week y'all shh don't don't let my aunt agree this this is, this is those are those are bad words i i understand exactly where it's coming from though i i definitely it's
1: not untrue no. it is
0: not untrue and we know remote raid passes are definitely not going away
1: no that money
0: that's a money printer right there but yeah. the question is going to end up being how much the damage nerf is and what it'll look, look like to do raids with five people if i was niantic
1: i would be like no we never said anything about a damage nerf you're crazy what are you
0: talking about no it's too late it's 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 been in the features for every season so far basically
1: if they're going to follow through with the damage reduction, I think they need to up the cap of how many remote raiders can do a raid together. I
0: don't think that's good, necessary.
1: No, five I, five is is hard for some some raid bosses already. Let alone with a nerf to damage.
0: I think it will depend on the nerf. Like I, I it's hard to comment otherwise but the pokemon that are hard to do with five are hard because they're a difficult raid boss yeah yeah, to do in general
1: Uh, that's that's a fair point
0: so it's like if you were to do them in person and you were a lower level player you would struggle just as much Mm -hmm. kind of thing fair point
1: uh but otherwise i agree about all the thoughts about spotlight hour by the way (laughs) (laughs) and this last one is actually an email from sarah Amanda. hi GoCast. if the only three options are to remove either raid hour spotlight hour community day then process of elimination it's pretty obvious that it is spotlight hour community day let's remove an event where everyone can catch tons of particular shiny pokemon and it gets access to a new move said no one ever raid hour i have a bigger spiel about this on the back half of the email but tldr Okay, any TLDR I can come up with sounds extremely mean, so just read my spiel at the end where I use more words and sound more nicer, sincere, diplomatic, (laughs) etc. Spotlight hour. Yes, it is nominally inoffensive, small, missable event that occurs on a regular time frame for only an hour. No one would necessarily be upset, except for the clock where double transfer candy going poof would be sad. And fourth, etc. Oh, I'm actually a fan of removing etc. etc. wasn't defined, but is every week having an event etc because there are so many events all the time it is super rare to be in relaxed non-event mode the closest i can get to non-event mode is when an event has pretty bad raid bosses spawns or whatever else featured but it also just makes me perturbed that these aren't normal spawns because normal spawns are now pretty rare so let's just kill one event every weekend make the calendar be blank yeah okay so about why raid hour is essential to leave in There have been tests in the past for raid lunch hour, but what seems to have stuck better was dinner time raid hour. Sure, the time might not be convenient for some people, but the advantage to being able to say to your casual playing friends ahead of time, let's raid two to four or whatever number five stars at insert concrete time really cannot be understated. That's a fair point. I can't reliably always do five star raid bosses during, say, my lunch break even though I can see 17 gyms from my office because there's sometimes just no five stars in sight. Driving around searching for a raid or specific five-star raid bosses is obnoxious. It's even more frustrating if you're trying to do raids with a friend in person. You gather, and if there's no raids, then what? You just drive around or go home? Just not do a raid and try again tomorrow? Yes, Poké raid servers, etc. do make finding raids with random people quick and easy, but Raid Hour makes it easy to coordinate raids with friends for those that are interested in raiding with their friends, remote or local. That being said, changing up Wednesday hour into being Wednesday Raid Hour plus Raid Dinner hour might be a good way to include more people that can't do dinner. Peace, Sarah Amanda. This is solid feedback. I, I feel like as good of a point as bringing up there being value in coordinating a local in-person event and removing the whole, well, only if it's there sort of element, does have value. I really think that the remote raid passes thing kind of argues against it. Now, I'm not saying there isn't value in doing some of the people in person.
0: I just think that no, none of us are used to doing that anymore. I just, I think you can do the same thing in person or not. Like, the raid hour... Well, it does kind of consolidate it for those that can do it. Yeah. I could also do it Friday night with a little bit of coordination from friends. And and that's kind of the big difference for me. I think what the real thing, though, is, is there's no true disagreement here. It's the unifying agreement that the raid system desperately, desperately needs to be f- reworked. Yes. If you – I've only played a very small amount, but in their Harry Potter game, you can just go to a a gym, which is like a a castle or whatever. I don't know what they're called, and just do an event with people there. You don't have to wait for something to spawn or anything like that. You can just go in. Your friend can just go in, and you're battling wizards. I – don't understand why they can't figure out a way to work that into go. I understand it raises the question of value and stuff like that, but put a cooldown on it. I don't know. Make let let someone control their own way of play. Agency, we've talked about it before. It's just, yeah. But I feel like
1: the difference with Harry Potter was that you were doing that to get experience and fragments and stuff, not capture specific things, right? So I feel like the prize that you walk away with at the end necessitates that
0: difference. I don't necessarily agree because technically, when you're capturing things in that game, it's just filling out a a dex. So it's that a you sticker can, book, essentially. So that you can then get more books and experience to level up your skills. Sure, they're basically both a way to the end. And again, talking out of nowhere here because I've only played like five hours total of that game.
1: It's kind of a fun game.
0: Yeah, I probably would have played it longer if I wasn't playing Go at the same time. True. True. That's the way I feel about it too. Uh, please change the raid system. I don't <laughs> desperately desperately. It's never going to happen, but yeah. But thank you for the counterpoint, Amanda. I really appreciate
1: it. And I'm not trying Neither of us are trying to say there isn't value in hanging out with people in person. There definitely is. It just kind of seems to be the case that a lot of people at least are like yeah, we'll just play remotely and hang out online or something like that. But I I really commend you for representing the other group, which I feel like is kind of underrepresented in, in like the greater social
0: sphere. So thank you for bringing that to the four, as it were. This week's poll is if you could add another PokéBall type to Pokémon Go from the other games, which would you add and what would it do? And maybe don't say Master Ball. How about that, Chris? I mean, let's people, not do that. People can say
1: master ball. People not, can say master. Ball. We're not calling Chris. Ball. Not the
0: same master. We've ball. done this before.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing master ball. Yeah, I'm gonna do quick ball. Okay. Yeah. I love see. quick ball in the main series games where I can use them. Uh, for those of you that don't know, quick ball is the sooner you use it in the encounter, the stronger it is, and the longer it goes on, the weaker it becomes. But it'd be kind of nice to have them for, you know. Uh, people or Pokemon that have higher rarity that you don't want to spend other balls on like uh, starters in the wild and things like that. I think quick ball would be very good for
0: I I mean, I also agree if it could just be good for quick catching too, ironically enough. Oh, but yeah. When you are in a mood where you only want to throw one ball at everything around you it, it's it's a pretty good option. It's personally one of my favorites as well ones that i'm i'm really partial to are the type ones like net Mm -hmm. nest uh dusk that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff but you can't add just one to the game i feel for me so on the flip side then i'm gonna say timer ball for when you've thrown four pokeballs and you're like i need you to get inside yeah <laughs> and you don't want it to run away anymore and you throw a timer ball this is for those shiny snorlaxes with really high cp oh my god i'll never forget when i started playing and i had a snorlax run for me it's a it's a terrible feeling <laughs> i couldn't throw balls also that. considering how slowly
1: snorlax runs
0: yeah it was it's like, embarrassing i couldn't believe it couldn't believe it, but
1: well, if you, dear listener, have an answer to this week's Pokéball question, which is, yet again, if you could add another PokéBall type to Pokémon Go from the other games, what would you add and what would it do? You can answer the question when we post it on social media. That's basically just Twitter. You can also answer in our Patreon Discord if you are a patron of ours in the Pokepoll channel. You can also leave us a voicemail with your answer to 262-586-7717 or you could send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Before we continue on to the uh, last sections of the show, we're going to pass it on over to Fish and Defie. This week, they're going to be discussing a bunch of stuff and also doing a bit of a mailbag. How exciting! Over to
2: the two of you. Hi, I'm Fish and Ahita. and I'm Defie Two
3: Fifty.
2: And this is PvP Corner, the PvP segment that is also a regional Pokemon. DeFi, what is going on in PvP right now?
3: Well, let's take a look at Go Battle League. Right now we are in the Great League and Great League Remix. I have been so Busy, school is back in session. I haven't been playing a lot, but the sets that I have been playing, I've been using the tried and true Gobble Squad, Altaria, Lantern, and Defense Deoxys. How about you, Fish? What have you been doing in the Great League and Great League Remix?
2: I have been all over the place. I have been trying all sorts of teams, just whatever sounds fun, whatever people are suggesting to me. Uh, I've been happy with most of the teams I've tried. I I came up with my own core of Mantine and Shiftree which has been very fun. I've also been trying some fun stuff on my streams. Like last weekend, I tried what I call the GBL randomizer, where I put every single Great League Pokemon that I have built onto a big spinny wheel and spun them up at random to create all sorts of different random lines. And so uh, every time I spun up a Pokemon, I would delete it from the wheel so that there was no Pokemon used more than once throughout the whole night. And I ended up going, uh, what was it, 13 out of 25. So just just a pass mark, just above 50% wins.
3: All right, that's I, I don't think you could ask for more. That sounds like it went pretty well overall. Yeah,
2: my favorite one was uh, when I had Aerodactyl, Emolga, and Wigglytuff as a team and immediately ran into a Galarian Stunfisk. <laughs> Oh no. (laughs) It was pretty rough.
3: Your poor team. Well, what are you looking forward to in Ultra League? Because we have the Ultra League and Ultra League remix coming up. Are there any teams you're looking forward to or Pokemon you want to use?
2: Not really. There's no particular team I'm looking to try or anything. I'm just excited for the remix because I like whenever there's anything different to the standard open leagues. So looking forward to that. What about you?
3: Well, I love the idea of the remix, but a lot of those really popular Pokemon are the ones that I've spent resources to build, like Umbreon, like Talonflame. So I want to use my Pokemon. So I'm going to try to make the line Machamp, Talonflame, and Umbreon work for me.
2: Quick self check in. We've got worlds coming up. The first battles of the world championships are coming in how long, Defi? Worlds is this weekend, Fish. It's this weekend. Holy Moses. (laughs) Um, Oh, man, I'm excited to see how that goes. We will very soon have our official world champion of PvP.
3: Speaking of things in Sylph that are coming up, we got a mysterious tweet, a mysterious announcement from the Sylph Arena, and it's just kind of an ominous Sylph season 2021 to 2022, and it just says October twenty twenty one. We don't have a date that we're starting exactly. I am assuming October one, but no other information, no metas, just October twenty twenty one. This when we're starting,
2: and I have no idea what the new season could entail. I do like the format they used this season; like they had a few cups and then a mid season break, and then uh, a few more cups followed by you know the whole postseason. Schedule, So I'm hoping that that remains similar. Uh, there might be some rule changes or some adjustments due to the changing global situation. So very keen to see what they will be doing.
3: And hopefully... Very soon, next week or the week after, depending on how the news shakes out, we really want to do a PVP Corner section, just kind of how Sylph works and answering some common questions about Sylph. Tristan sent us a question about the Sylph Arena and we've been kind of holding off on it until the new season is about to start. So we're really excited. We're in that time. So hopefully we'll be getting to that episode soon. But for now, let's get into a couple other questions for our mailbag segment. So, Fish, who wrote in first?
2: Our first question is from Remy Lebeau 47 who says, I'm trying to get into PvP. My question is, what level should I use my Shadow Dragonite for, Great League or Ultra League? The IVs are 6, 11, 13. It has the moveset Dragon Breath, Outrage, and Dragon Claw. I heard this mentioned on the show before that it could be good, but just didn't know which league. Thank you Remy Laboe 47 or Lee. Thanks Lee.
3: Well, Dragonite and Shadow Dragonite are excellent mons in PvP. You are correct and we have talked about that before. And good news, they can work really well kind of across all leagues. Great ultra and master. Access to both Dragon Breath and Dragon Tail as fast moves make this Pokémon just a powerhouse of fast move pressure. It actually works really well in the Great League remix, which is something that's happening right now. Stadiumgaming.gg, which is an awesome website to look up different IV spreads of Pokemon. And if you're ever confused about us talking about, well, this is the rank one or the rank four, stadiumgaming.gg helps you figure all of that out. And according to that website, that IV spread works slightly better in Great League rather than the Ultra League but it's kind of user preference, whatever you want to build it
2: for. Like, even though I agree those IVs do technically work better in Great League, I would actually prefer to use Dragonite in Ultra League because Ultra League is so much more full of grasses, fires, waters, and other dragons. And there's also less charmers on average in Ultra League than you would see In Great League, so I think Dragonite has more play there. The fact that the rank is a little bit better for Great League, I don't think changes that.
3: Well, hopefully, maybe you'll be able to find a really good Shadow Dragonite for all the leagues. Yes. I think that would be the ideal situation, but Fish has a lot of great points. Maybe you build it for Ultra League first. Next question comes from the one and only Pidgey Grabber. He writes, my question for Define Fish. What is one Pokemon you just haven't invested in, and don't really see yourself doing so? Whether it's too expensive, like Stardust, XL Candy, Elite TMs, or you just don't believe the hype. For example, is Needle Queen really that useful? Or maybe the Pokemon just doesn't fit into your playstyle, like Poison Users, Drapion, or Skunk Tank. Or maybe you just don't have the right setup. You want a shadow and you don't have it. You have the non-shadow, or maybe the IVs aren't quite good enough to sink a huge investment in. What do you think from Pidgey Grabber?
2: Well, the first thing I want to say to that is, did you say skunk tank? Maybe. <laughs> All right, we clear that up. Next thing for me, if I had the time. And the ability to obtain the resources, there is nothing that I wouldn't invest in. Everything value in some form or or another. And the more Pokemon you've got built to try out, the more fun for me that it is. So really there is there is nothing for me that I wouldn't invest in. Even if I thought it was a little overrated, I'd still rather have one just so I could, you know, use it in the right circumstance.
3: I completely agree. But there is one example I can think of that's really easy for me. I don't use shadow Pokemon, so I don't see myself really ever investing in shadows because I do think they take a lot of resources. And for me, they it goes against the narrative of the game. You're supposed to be saving the shadow Pokemon. So keeping them as shadows and using them feels kind of weird in the narrative. So, for example, I have a 98% IV shadow Mewtwo. It's just kind of sitting in my inventory. I haven't purified it yet because I feel like people would get out the pitchforks (laughs) and the torches on me if I purified it. But it's there, and I just don't see myself investing in it.
2: There are two things, I think, in the history of Pokemon Go in which other players have shamed each other for doing this. One is playing that $8 event where you got Mr. Rhyme, and the other one is purifying your Shadow Mewtwo. (laughs) People
3: have some opinions. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a couple other things. So there's a lot of Pokemon I'd like to invest in, but I just don't have the XL candy yet, especially when you look at Ultra League. I'd love an A-Tails. I'd love a Mandibuzz or a Nidoqueen. It all sounds great. Ultra League Defense Deoxys might be a bit overrated. I don't know if I'd do that. But there's so many things that I'd love to make.
2: Of heard ultra league dd is great for both of the remix cups that they've had it obviously can't be in ultra league premiere so it'd have to be in open ultra league normally and that place is such a cesspool of giratina that dd would absolutely struggle in that environment but the remixes i think are, are great
3: it's just so many xl candy for a- it is like a mythical it just
2: (sighs) there is a lot of pokemon that i haven't been able to build yet because they require xl candy and i don't really grind very much on a day-to-day basis so it takes a very very long time for me to accrue xl candy so there are lots of pokemon for great and ultra league that i would love but just currently don't have the resources yet uh, I've got a list here for Great League Diggersby is one that I haven't built yet my Lickitung buddy Licky Minaj um, hasn't got anywhere close to the XL Candy yet I still have not gotten a Sable I've got 170 odd Great League Pokemon but Sableye is not one of them Chansey Wobbuffet and Alolan Grimer which I talked about with Sosa Flow was a really popular one in Continentals Alolan Grimer's got some great play too
3: yeah, those are all great. I actually don't have any of those built for Great League either, except for Diggersby. I did build a Diggersby. I, but yeah, I'm working on Lickitung. I'm working on the others, but I'm just not there yet.
2: Our next question comes from Wang Jai Chen, who says, Fish and DeFi for a future episode, could you give some basics on team composition and what people mean when they say things like ABA team? Someone told me I had an ABA team once and I thought, how do they know if my Nidoqueen can dance? And then in brackets, that was an Abba joke. (laughs) Also, how do you gain the skill of guessing what your opponent has in the back? Thanks in advance, and may the lag always be in your favor.
3: Well, thank you for that well-wish, and let's see if we can tackle these questions. So I actually didn't know what that ABA, ABB uh, composition was either, and I actually got some advice from a much more talented battler than myself, Enhoff, and she talked to me about it not too long ago, so I can kind of impart that knowledge onto the rest of you. ABB. It is something that aims to work around when you lose the lead. So for example, Bastiodon and Great League, that might be your A. And then two Razor Leafers, two kind of identical or similar Pokemon, that's your B and your B. It is very imbalanced, but the idea is, let's say you lose the lead to Bastiodon, maybe there's a counter user in the front, you safe switch into that Razor Leafer, it draws out maybe like your flyer, and then the Razor Leafer dies, the Bastiodon then comes in, wrecks the flyer, and then you have another Razor Leafer in the back. It works really, really well in formats like GBL. So that's what an ABB is. I tend to run ABC, where you have a strong core, two Pokemon that work really, really well together, plus a safe swap. We've talked about safe swaps before, Pokemon like Vigoroth or Pokemon like Frostlass that work really well with an energy advantages and don't have a ton of weaknesses. Sableye is another really good safe swap. ABA is not really a great line to use in GBL because when you win the lead, you win the game. But if you lose the lead... (laughs) you essentially cannot come back from it when you run something like ABA.
2: I find that if you're running an ABA line, uh, another option you could go with is, uh, I've talked about it before, sacking the lead. So if you do run ABA and you lose that lead, you just take out as much damage from that lead as you can before letting that A Pokemon go down. Then you bring in B, which is probably going to be a counter to that lead and like you'll be able to leverage switch advantage or get some energy to to bring into the next matchup as well so uh, that's kind of the best way to play around a lost lead
3: all right we hope that helps if you have any other questions about team composition be sure to hit us up in the discord or send us another email but they asked us something else fish what about how do you know what your opponent has in the back
2: Well, that is something that has mystified me ever since GBL became a thing. Like, in Silver Arena, you can really make some solid educated guesses because it's going to be one of six Pokemon. But, obviously, in blind formats like GBL, it could be, quite honestly, anything. So, I'm still struggling with this, but I do have a couple of little tips that can help. For example... When a popular content creator creates a team and features it on some of their content, a lot of battlers then start running that team for like the next week until they come out, come out with another video. So stay on top of what content creators are running and work out how to beat those teams. Then you know that if you see like a weird Pokemon that you haven't seen much before and you know that a creator just made a team leading with that Pokemon, then you can probably guess, oh, I know what the back two Pokemon are going to be. Another one is to work it out based on typings. So for example, if you see a Mudboy, a water ground Pokemon like a Swampert or a Whiskash, they famously only have one weakness, which is grass. So if you see a Swampert in the lead and you had to guess what's in the back, then the first thing that I would guess is there is some kind of flyer or a fire Pokemon, something that can take out the grass Pokemon that would threaten the it. the other thing that i sometimes do is to work backwards so for example if i see a fighter in the lead and i know i've got g-fisk somewhere in my team i can take out that fighter and then i feel so much safer bringing in that g-fisk because i know i've just taken out their fighter it's very very unlikely that they've got another fighter in their team so once i've gotten that typical g-fisk counter out of the way I can then make an educated guess that it is safer to bring my G-Fisk in.
3: And I completely agree with what you said earlier about how it's just kind of mystified you ever since GBL became a thing. And those are some really, really great tips. So I hope that helps you, Wang J-Chen, and also all of the rest of our listeners.
2: So to close out, we love hearing your feedback. If you have any suggestions or questions that you want us to cover, then Send an email off to mail at gocastpodcast.com or hit us up on the socials. We've got links in the show notes. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Thanks very much, Fish and Defi. For yet another wonderful PvP Corner segment. You two are the best. All right, Kyle. Yeah. We've got another section up next. Uh, You want to tee us up? It's emails. It is. And zero voicemails this week. <laughs> We've got two emails this week, the first of which is from Trainer Velez. And they say, What's up, GoCast? Trainer Velez here. Just wanted to say I'm finally caught up with listening to all of your episodes. Y'all have definitely helped keep me interested with playing daily and staying up to date with news. Keep up the great hustle and work ethic. <sighs> the world is trying to fight us, let me tell you, Velez. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like take this week off and we're like no <laughs> we'll record on saturday <laughs> uh from a fan's point of view y'all definitely found your rhythm as a team and kyle you have definitely shown the most growth and appreciate the effort you put into being more positive Aww.
0: oh <laughs> oh that's nice uh, what no a, one what i know a, would ever believe that statement. i
1: was about to say what a nice delusional compliment <laughs> <laughs> p.s not a fan of the new Growlithe variant i always thought they should have gave him a nice variant like they did up for alolan vulpix imagine this instead of an orange with the tiger stripes white with light blue leopard spots with some cool signature move of disappearing in a snow mist kind of like how Vaporeon can disappear in water awesome i know right anyways looking forward to the following episode much love trainer velez
0: i i withhold judgment for the new Growlithe until i see new arcanine
1: yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling, too. I mean, I like it,
0: but it's, it's really good. cute, but th- that's kind of it, you know? Definitely. So I, I, I need to see the Arcanine. If the Arcanine, like, goes into the rock theme, I'll be, I'll probably be for it.
1: Yep. Dwayne the rock Arcanine. <laughs> that's okay. right. Um, but thank you very much, Velez, for your email. Much appreciated.
0: Next email is from Kelvin, and he said, Hey guys, how's life in the U.S. of A? It's you a loaded know, it's, question. It's, <laughs> yeah, can't answer that one. Next, please. Legally, no. The the feds <laughs> listen to our show. My week was going great until my twelve, eleven, ten 11, Hoopa arrived. So I need help naming this incredibly average being. Any ideas? I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask for that. I, I will spend like five hours trying to think of a name and then give it something boring so
1: <laughs>
0: i can't think of anything
1: either like the name is just hard to work with
0: i i yeah i definitely wouldn't go for a, a pun or something it it's would just trickster. be like god comma Y. <laughs> <laughs> there you go you can run with that branch off to it I'm eager to see what you land on though i'm super excited about the upcoming event regarding the new movie Now that we are apparently on to Galar, I'm praying for Cramorant in Pokemon Go. What's your ideas about this event? A Daddy's a Rude would be good too, but I don't see that happening. It'll probably just be Ducklets or something. Now for Safari Zone. Despite the fact that it's pretty much looking exactly the same as previous Liverpool event, I'm very excited to potentially meet some of my GoCast friends, even modders. My girlfriend has booked a hotel for the Friday and Saturday night, so all I have to do is drive us there. We have tickets for the Saturday, but I thought we'd make a nice weekend away of it. If anyone wants to meet up for a beer or eight, I'll probably be in a karaoke (laughs) bar if there is one. Nice. (laughs) Finally, I have a new semi-Pokemon Go goal. I want to have a complete dex in Pokemon Home. I feel like it's going to take a while, but it'll be worth it for the Pokeball Magirna. Have a good one. Kelv drinks custard, resident average player and snap master.
1: Uh, the artist formerly known as veteran
0: uh, gather event.
1: Okay. No, most importantly, if the, if you all start having a UK go cast meetup, I want to see some pictures. Yes. I'm, I, we have to live vicariously through you. Cause Kyle and I would love to be there one day.
0: Maybe one day. I'm not going to say soon. Cause Lord no. knows, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Look though about Galler I don't care what the event includes I want Leon's outfit in Yeah give us the cape give us the hair it's give us the goofy shorts It is insanely goofy but it's so over the top that I love it Like yeah, I don't wonderful. like Leon in the game but like his character is phenomenal I feel like if you described his outfit on paper I would be like that sounds like
1: it's awful but then you see yeah, him yeah. and the way he walks and acts looks, and is animated. Good. He looks great. He looks so good in Pokemon Masters.
0: Yeah, yeah. He looks he looks really good in that His Cygnus suit and is chef's kiss for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for the email, Kelvin. And good luck with the meetup and the driving. And we hope that you have fun. And hello to everybody else. That, that sounds like a great time. I'm just <laughs> so jealous. It so jealous. sounds great. <laughs> But anyway, that brings us to the end of the show here. So, if you, dear listener, would like to send us an email like these fun folks did, you can to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Leave a message and we'll play it on the show, if it's appropriate, of course, and uh, react to it in real time. It's a good time. Visit our website, gocastpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at gocastpodcast. We have a Facebook page, but the Twitter account is really kind of our only social media account because I can't stand Facebook <laughs> yeah. personally. Yeah, um, but I do love me from Twitter. Uh, yep. <laughs> and if you'd like to help support the show monetarily and get access to our most wonderful patron discord, you can do so via Patreon. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And then just put a forward slash go cast podcast on there or just Google for it and you'll find us. The tier, the minimal tier, is one dollar a month, but that has the best perk, which is, you know, admittance to our Discord server. So, uh, yep, yeah, that's great. Speaking of patrons of ours, shout out to Elite Trainer Tier patrons, Cyprian, Bo, Daniel, Zequacker, Andrew, Chad, Robert, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Ben, Marvin, Amini, Sports, and Thayer. Thank you so much for your patronage. Happy to see some new names on there. Y'all are the best. We don't deserve it. Thank you so very very. Much, but if monetary support is not in the cards for you, you can still help support the show by leaving us a review on, like, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts and other places that take reviews, i.e., not Spotify or Google Podcasts. I'm going to keep saying that until they get their stuff together. Let's go. (laughs) We got one new review this past week from a meow, meow purr. I love this podcast, it's so much fun. It's the best podcast. Thank you very much, appreciate that. Lots of positivity. <laughs> all right. Uh Mr. Kyle, we have one last thing to do before we're out of here for the week. Do you know what it is?
0: It, uh, yeah, I do. I do.
1: Okay. It's
0: set goals. <laughs> uh all right. It's goal time. It's goal time. What are you thinking about? Um thirty eggs. Okay. Thirty more eggs. So that, that's forty total. So okay. okay. I'll change it to forty? Yeah. I want to set an experience goal so bad, but I'm just going to level up an Oshawa day next week. So I don't want to bother. It's not going to be worth it. Well, I guess I haven't. I haven't finished the Psychic Spectacular, which only has four days left. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to finish that. Any GBL this week? No. Okay. Look, look. I'm not going to lie. And I have to say this because everyone needs to judge me. All of my free time is playing Genshin Impact when I'm at home. And OK, not well, doing Go Battle League. So. That's
1: fine. I'm playing a fair amount of Final Fantasy 14 still. So <laughs> the other day, Kyle Kyle and I have like a particular time during the day where we'll like hang out and play video games. And I've been really into 14 and he's been like playing other games. But the other day we literally
0: just hang out and played single player games and just chatted. <laughs> yeah, and there was there was definitely a moment where it was like 40 minutes of just quiet and that's we were busy (laughs) i was also watching Um, an anime we were busy uh you know what i'm gonna say 500,000 experience oh nice
1: one nice
0: that'll put me at like just shy of a million for community day weekend to get to the next level all right well done you know what i lied i have to set more goals because it, it makes it only makes sense I have to finish my level forty-four requirements, which is the win thirty trainer battles in Ultra and Master League. So, okay. What what level is that again? Forty-four.
1: Okay, level forty-four quests. Okay, is that it? Yep. Okay, for myself, I want to hatch forty eggs. Oh, that's you. Sorry, wrong line. (laughs) Twenty-five kilometers. I want to walk twenty-five kilometers. I want to hit 5 million experience in my level. I'm like 400,000 short, so I'll do that. And then I want to hatch 50 eggs. I'm at 21 already, so I need to hatch 29 more, which should coincide with my walking goal rather well, ideally. And that's pretty much it. I'm going to kind of take it easy. I've been shooting for the moon. I
0: should keep, oh, you know what? To heck with it. Shiny Lugia. I still need one. Oh, God. Look, I have done one Lugia raid. And it was the one I mentioned last week where Legendary Moo got his Shundo. His Shundo. Off of it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, I got to get somebody else from Tyranitar. And so, what if their raids and I got tagged? I didn't even participate in the raid. We're like, was that you? (laughs) They're like, thanks for the help, Chris. And like, this is just, I'm leaving.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least Tyranitar is actually like, okay. Hey, you know what? You know what? It's nice to have a legacy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) i didn't see that i don't know if it was in our discord but yeah
1: oh no it's in a different one that's that's made for
0: raiding locally yeah it's (laughs) it's a bunch of locals
1: yeah a bunch of yokels out here in in, in the sticks all right uh that's it for this episode we'll see you next week for 161 thanks so much for listening all the way through you're the best and have a nice week bye-bye bye